magnifying glass and his flashlight. Let's find out if you still work, he said, placing the token back in its box and kicking off his sheets. The light bulb hanging from the attic ceiling was dim and covered with dust. William was glad he had remembered his flashlight. The animal he was looking for would be hiding in the deepest, darkest corners of the attic. A mouse would be the best thing. Sir Simon used to zap them and roast them for dinner. William shuddered at the thought. But a mouse wouldn't be easy to find on such short notice, so he'd settled on a spider. Under the slanting eaves behind two trunks, he discovered a large, intricate web in the bottom half of one of the windows. The spider was resting, her slender legs splayed delicately across the strands of her net. William blew gently on the web to make sure she was alive. She skittered across to the other side. As he pulled the token and his magnifying glass out of his pajama pocket, she let herself down from the windowsill on a silk strand. Janice, he said, pointing the frowning face at her. In midair, she seemed to disappear completely, but he found her quickly enough with the magnifying glass. She was making her way across one of the wide floorboards. It works! It still works! Then he sat back on his heels and stared out the window. So it all must have happened. Sir Simon and the castle and the road out of the attic. Where had the spider gone? He had to find her and change her back to normal size. Even a spider shouldn't be left as small as that. He ran his magnifying glass back and forth along the floorboard. At last he found her, and just before she pitched into the crack between the boards, he brought her back with a flip of the token and the magic word. He needed a safe place to put the token. Now that he knew it worked, he was scared he might lose it. It could fall out of his pocket when he was riding his bike, or his mother could throw the box away by mistake when she did one of those cleaning raids on his room. The castle. Of course. That's where it belonged anyway. He lifted one of the roof sections and tucked the cardboard box into a back corner in the master bedchamber. Mrs. Phillips's old room. That seemed right. Downstairs, he heard the hall clock ringing the quarter hour. He had to hurry. He only had 15 minutes to get dressed and bike to the station. Jason was standing on the cinder path looking up the tracks. William lay his bike down in the weeds by the side of the platform and tiptoed up behind him. Boo! Jason jumped and then stamped his feet. Blast, William! I hate it when you do that! But he seemed embarrassed by his explosion. It showed how nervous he was, William thought. You're late, Jason muttered. Not by much. I was doing an experiment in the attic. But Jason wasn't listening. Is that the whistle? He asked, cupping his hand to his ear. The first one is supposed to come through at about 8.20. I don't hear anything, William said, but his heart flipped over. I brought your panniers. I thought we could go to the bike store afterward and exchange them. If there's an afterward. Don't be stupid, said Jason. But William could see that he was scared, too. He wanted to say, Hey, Jason, let's skip it. Let's just pretend we did it. Nobody else will know. It'll be our secret. In the distance, he heard the blow of the whistle. That's it, Jason cried. Get ready. And before the words were out of his mouth, the freight train came around the corner.
The engineer blew his whistle again when he saw them. Wave at him! As if we're just little boys excited about the train! William and Jason jumped and waved. The engineer saluted them and blew his whistle again as he put on the brakes to slow down for the station. Suddenly, the engine seemed to be on top of them, and it passed with a roaring rush of air that almost knocked William off his feet. Jason looked over his shoulder as he started a long-legged lope beside the moving train. The first boxcars, two ladders, one at each end. I'll take the front one. William fell into step behind Jason, trying to keep as close to his friend as possible.